0: Welcome to episode nine of the Pi Podcast, the show by members of the Raspberry Pi community for the Raspberry Pi community. I'm Joe. And I'm Albert. And there's no Isaac this episode because it's Thanksgiving in America. And you're probably wondering, hang on, wasn't there a Pi Podcast yesterday? And yes, there was. But today there was a bit of a big announcement, wasn't there, Albert?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, the the foundation for the last week have been teasing us on uh, Twitter and everywhere, telling us that there was something happening when it came to the Magpie magazine. And there was a big old countdown, and they're telling us that seven o'clock in the morning, this morning UK time, the announcement was going to happen. And it was announced. They've released the Pi Zero.
0: Now, you said to me yesterday that there wasn't going to be any hardware. And you said, Oh, no, that's all just rumors. And I said to you, I bet they will be. And sure enough, I was right. I flatly said there
1: was no way in hell is there going to be new hardware. There's no way it's going to be a Pi 3. The Pi 2 is only just out, you know, a year. There's no way they're going to change that. They didn't, you know, the development involved of doing a new one will be, will be ridiculously hard. Um, and what they've effectively released is, Kind of an A plus light is the best way to describe it. It's got 512 megs of RAM rather than 256 and it is really small. Um, they've cut a, a a huge chunk off the board to make this thing, and that's that's I presume that's where the name came from, Zero. And they've also compressed all the connectors on it, so it's still micro USB for power. It's now micro USB for the single USB port, and it's mini HDMI. Um so everything is really small really low profile uh, the SD card slot is a push-in so it's not a, a clicky one like on the Pi 2 or the B it's a just a straight push-in so you would have to watch that again if you're uh, putting this somewhere with any vibrations but it is yeah it's ridiculously small and the amazing thing was they're giving them away on issue 40 of the Magpie magazine so this is the first computer Ever given away with a magazine and a magazine in the UK that costs six pounds, so that'll kind of tell you the price point that the uh Pi Zero is at. Yeah, they're going to be selling it for four pounds, aren't they? Including VAT, yeah, four pounds, including VAT in the UK, five dollars in the US. And my understanding is US pricing because of state and federal taxes that's the X taxes and VAT equivalent amount, so five dollars for a computer. You know, there's been a lot of talk about the uh, the chip $9 computer. Mm. Um, this is $5. Uh, yes, you add an SD card and all the bits to make it a, a functioning computer, but it's $5 for a computer.
0: Yeah, and to be fair, they've ripped off everything they possibly can. So there's no camera connector. There's no screen connector on it. And as you say, it's very, very bare bones. But for that kind of price, what do you expect?
1: Well, actually, yeah, yeah, just be, to, to clarify, there is the mini HDMI. There's no CSI or DSI. So their, their touch screen or the camera cannot be connected to it. Um, but you can still connect a HDMI monitor if you need it or a small HDMI screen. They've got a header for the composite uh, video, but it's not connected or wired up. So the usual 40 pin GPIO as well is not populated. And again, if you look at this thing, It is minute. I mean, looking at it from an electrical engineering and a manufacturing standpoint, there's two things that really stand out for me. One is all the components are on one side, which means from a a wave soldering and a soldering standpoint, that is much easier and much cheaper. If you put components on the bottom, you've got to kind of glue them in place and manage that. And the pick and place has got to place one side, turn the board over, place the other side. And the components underneath have to be glued before they can go through the wave. So by putting them on the top, that makes that manufacturing process much easier. Also, all of the components on the board are surface mount. So to me, this is a big cost saving as well to get to that kind of $5, 4 pounds price point. If they had any through hole components, then that's another process, another step that they'd had to add into the manufacturing process. So I think by doing both of those, removing the DSI, removing the CSI connector. uh, drastically simplifying the power circuitry. Um, they've been able to just cut out literally half of the uh, the A-plus size of the board.
0: And, yeah, the A-plus is small enough, so I haven't actually had my hands on one of these. We'll get to that in a sec. But the the size of it, the photos that I've seen, it's just amazingly small.
1: Yes, I mean, realistically, you look at it and you kind of go, no way is this a computer. You know, I have it plugged in. It's working. It It, 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 is, it is effectively... The power of a B plus overclocked to one gigahertz. That's what you're getting because it's got the five twelve megs of RAM. They've built in the overclocking to one gigahertz,
0: and it works. It powers up. It turns on. It does everything you'd expect. So, in terms of getting hold of this, you went straight out to Tesco's this morning and bought a few, didn't you?
1: Um, yeah, I'm sadder than that. Uh, last night, it was Twitter was alive with you know people trying to figure out what what this was. And slowly but surely it dawned on me, this has to be hardware. And what tipped it over for me was Adafruit saying that they were going to do a live cast from at like two o'clock in the morning US time. And I'm going, yeah, they're not doing that for a bumper issue of the Magpie magazine. There's something serious going on here that they care about. And the only thing it could be is hardware. So at about half past midnight last night, I actually went over to my local Tesco's just in case they'd fill the shelves early. Nope. They hadn't. So uh, yeah, I went to bed very late last night because when I came home, I still checked Twitter to see if there was anything else going on. So I crawled into bed at about half past five. The alarm went off at six this morning to get ready for work. And by half of seven, kids were fed, watered, clothed, teeth brushed. You know, hair was left to their their mother. And I ran out the door at half seven, went back to my Tesco's, wasn't there, went to another Tesco's on the way to work. And they had some of them there. So I actually picked up three of the magazines and uh, tweeted that I'd got that whatever it was at about quarter to eight this morning. So, yeah, fantastic. I was uh, well chuffed.
0: Uh, Well, it's people like you buying three that stopped me getting one, I think, because I didn't manage to get to Tesco's until lunchtime. And they were all sold out. And then I went to another one, all sold out, phoned up the the Tesco's uh, customer care line, and they checked a few stores and they were all out. And I even checked local news agents, but they weren't stocking it by the looks of things. So I'm afraid I haven't got one. And by that point, it was too late to order one because all the stock is gone on every site, apart from I saw one for about £18 plus that, and I just thought that's a bit silly for <laughs> something that's supposed to be $5.
1: Yeah, I mean, if that's one of the official distributors, I think there was a few of them had their websites were wrong when it came to the pricing. So, uh, yeah, I mean, the the retail price is £4. That's what it's going to be once they get through all this. Um, I'm hoping that Maplin start to stock it in store because there's Maplins all over the place here in the UK, and you can literally walk in, hand over £4 and take it away. It, it's strange if you're buying it from other places where it's like two quid post, you're going, what? more to buy pay for postage Um, but actually I'd I'd recommend getting one of the bundles Um, as I said power micro USB that's fine Anybody who has a Pi has got that. But the USB port is micro USB and the HDMI port is mini USB, which means you need adapters to use standard USB and standard HDMI cables. So it's worthwhile getting a kit. And from what I've seen, the kits that are out there all come with the 40 pin and the 4 pin headers as well. The 40 pin for the GPIO and the 4 pin that'll give you uh, the composite video if you wish. And that it's also got two pins for putting on a physical reset switch. So I'd recommend going for one of the kits because it'll just make your life a lot easier. You know, unless you've got the bits and pieces, because I was like, yeah, I've got all the adapters at home. But actually, my HDMI is a micro, not a mini. So I didn't have the correct HDMI connector. So I'm actually logging into it over SSH with X forwarding from a little Linux netbook that I have.
0: Okay, I've actually got everything I need. I've got an OTG cable that I use for my phone um, and I've got a mini HDMI cable cable um it's, it's one end's mini HDMI, the other end's standard HDMI. And that's I got that with my projector. So I felt that I was ready to go with it. I, I literally did have everything, but I just don't have the pie. Don't so have was... the
1: pie itself. Yeah, well, as I said, I think there'll be... Uh, um, from looking at the Eben video on Vimeo, he's saying that there's 10,000 being done with the magazine. I think there's hundreds of thousands of these things being manufactured. So they'll be out there for a while, which will be good. Yeah. And, and you know, it's news. <laughs> it is really small
0: but to be fair i mean if you've played with uh, a b plus or an a plus then you've effectively got the same experience on your screen and with your peripherals once you've connected all the various bits together haven't you
1: yeah it, it functions exactly the same as a b plus so the big advantage is it's four pounds and it's very small so if what you need is something that has got a much smaller form factor, go back to every release of the Raspberry Pi. Actually, even this one, if you read the comments, everybody says, uh, there's headers on it, I can't make it smaller, I need to make a smaller package, uh, it's mad. You know, somebody even this time said, uh, it'd be better if you didn't connect the, the headers, I wanted it bare so I could use it in a different way. Well, the big advantage is if you're into electronics, smt parts aren't that hard to take off you basically get a heat gun you point it at it the solder melts you push them off with the tweezers if these were through hole that would be a horrible experience if you to do more than a few of them Mm. so and and again it is really low profile the looking at it here in front of me the connectors are barely higher than the combined broadcom chip and the memory that sits on top of it so you're not going to get the profile much lower by removing the uh, the connectors, because you've got the Broadcom chip and memory stack on there anyway, and the bottom of the board is completely flat. There are no components on the bottom. Uh, some people have asked. There's a row of um, it blatantly looks like a connector isn't attached, and what it is is a it's for it's a JTAG connector that's used for debugging. So unless you're hardcore into understanding what's going on in the craziness in the Broadcom chips, it's not for you. You know, as, as, as they'd say in Star Wars, this, this is not the ports you're looking for.
0: <laughs> Fair enough.
1: So yeah, so as I said, it, it's, it works great. Um, as you mentioned, I bought three of them and the idea there is one to use and keep it for using one that I don't mind killing. So all of those projects where I wouldn't stick my bigger, fuller Raspberry Pis into, you know, where, if I messed up the circuitry, well, guess what? I've now got effectively a disposable Raspberry Pi. Um, and the third one is going to stay in the bag. It's not going to get opened. It's going to be a, a kind of a souvenir. Um, I missed out on the first 10,000 of the original Raspberry Pi. So I think it's kind of nice to get one of, again, if Ebbing and Bunny said on the videos correct, they're publishing 10,000 copies of the magazine. So this is one of 10,000 that was given away with the magazine. And as the first computer that I know of given away in a magazine, I'm going to keep that as a,
0: a souvenir of, of the occasion. So the first 10,000 of the original ones, were they the 256 ones? They were. Well, um, they were.
1: Yeah, so they did the the first batch. So you might have one of the very, very first batch. But they there's, there was a number of iterations done with 256 Meg. Uh-huh. Um, Alex Eames on Raspi TV has got a run rundown of all the different boards that have been created. So there's more than one with 256 meg I actually got one of the last I my original order for my B um I did it with I think it was element 14 and it was majorly delayed. I'm going, that's fine. I'm going on holidays. I'm not going to use it anyway. And then when I came back from holidays, when it should have been delivered, I got an email saying, hey, your, delay, your order will be delayed by three weeks. And I'm going, oh, that's ridiculous. So I canceled that and ordered from uh, CPC and it arrived, a, you know, like a week later. And I'm going, yay, I didn't have to wait three weeks. And then between that week later and when the three-week deadline would have been, they d- they announced that they'd upgraded the memory from 256 meg to 512 meg. And Elman 14 were going to be shipping all orders from that point on with the 512 Meg. So basically, it sounds like Elman 14 had run out of their first batch of stock, and instead of building more with 256 meg, they were just going to wait for the 512s to come in. So uh for ages I was running a 256 meg Raspberry Pi for everything. And it worked. I was doing Minecraft, I was doing programming, I was doing scratch on it. I even used it with uh Cody or tried it out with Cody. It was slow. But it worked. It did play video and it allowed me to do all the menus. So for probably about a year and a half or two years, everything I did was on a 256-meg rasp- Raspberry Pi Model B.
0: Yeah, good stuff. Well, we haven't got an interview this time, but we have got another kind of quite small news topic that seems to have been lost in all of this Raspberry Pi Zero business, and that's Raspberry and Lite.
1: Yeah, it's, I was doing a look on the um, the download section on the website and there's a way you can get in behind, and I tweeted about it, where you can see all the different versions of uh, the operating systems that they have on the uh, Raspberry Pi website. And what's in there is uh, Raspbian Lite. Um, it was put up there on the 24th and it looks like a build from the 21st. The file itself is about 360 meg, but that expands, the zip file, that expands to about one and a half gig. So I haven't seen any details on it. Um, I installed it, it ran, it boots to a console, so there is no uh, windowing built into it. So I'm expecting that, you know, if, if you think of it this way, if you've got a Pi Zero and you're using it to control a robot headless, they're a perfect marriage. They're perfect together because you don't need all of the GUI stuff in the way. And uh, you have a small board. So, you know, the the cheapest Raspberry Pi you can get. If you can get a small, cheap SD card, then you've got a whole computer for six pounds. And that's it. Six, seven quid and you're done. If you're running it headless, you know, maybe solder on the pins for the serial connection. And that's all you need. Log in over serial, do all your programming over serial and... Happy days, just treat kind of nearly treated like it's um, an Arduino-type product with uh, more capability.
0: Yeah, I remember when the new version of Raspberry came out, Raspberry and Jesse, that's a big criticism that was leveled at the foundation and, and at the project generally, that it was big and bloated. It didn't fit on a 4-gig card anymore. It had all stuff like LibreOffice on it, which is great if you want a desktop experience and if you want it to be uh, general-purpose. But for the makers who were uh, just wanting to control robot arms and stuff like that, it was just massively overkill, wasn't it? So now it's looking like they're going to announce this soon. I mean, it's up there to download. We'll uh, stick a link to it in the show notes. But if you just want a basic command line interface or if you want to build up your own you know, set of uh, programs and whatever without having to start from quite a full base, then this is absolutely ideal. Yeah, well, I mean, what I'm hoping is that they
1: publish just, you know, a, a kind of a meta package that you install. So, you know, you know, you do your sudo apt-get install meta package that'll give you the full X windowing. And then you can decide what you want to install after that. So what would be great is if we say in the next issue of the Magpie magazine, this was announced and here's how to build your own, you know, custom set of software for um your Jesse Lite installation.
0: Yeah, I think it was uh, badly needed. They said they were going to do it, and now it looks like they have, so uh, good stuff.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, and one other thing, um, something we haven't discussed at all yet, you've got a magazine free with your uh, Pi Zero. So <laughs> yeah. the, the, the actual magazine is great. Um, there's a huge amount of it in there about the Pi Zero, which you know, you'd know you expect that, since obviously they knew it was going to be on the cover. Um, so there 's lots of specifications, a bit of details about the background on it, but there 's also some really really handy tips in there on how to configure it so how to connect to it from uh, how to configure wifi from the command line i 've actually got mine set up with the wi fi dongle and as I said. Connecting over the network into it using SSH, and it explains how to do that. It explains how to set up a VNC server. It explains how to uh, share files from a Samba share onto it. So you know it get, it gives you all of the bits and pieces that you need to get it done, which is fantastic. It's got a guide in here on how to do soldering. So if you do get a Pi Zero kit and you get your 40-pin header and you want to attach that, your pins to, and you want to attach them, then. There's instructions in the magazine how to do that, and then there's um, a zero bot um, using uh, stepper motors. So again, how to wire up the Raspberry Pi Zero with some stepper motors to create your own robot with the code and with everything in there, which you know probably probably a bit late for entering uh, Pi Wars, but uh, it's a good place to start. There's e- there's even one in here about connecting a, a GPS logger. So you know they, the the magazine absolutely goes along with the pi zero there's a huge amount of content in it that is absolutely appropriate for working with the uh, the pi zero and i think there's, there's a fun one in here which is using the bare conductive paint so again kind of treat you know just using paint to light leds
0: nice i've got a question though how did you ssh into it when you had to connect it to the network first and you couldn't connect to the network because it's got no ethernet port <laughs> I use my other Pi. So I basically
1: bu- put it on my uh, Pi 2. I ah. set up Wi-Fi on that using the, the little menu. And then I took it out of the Pi 2, plugged it into the, uh, the Pi 0, booted it up, it appeared. I actually set it with a fixed IP address so I wouldn't have to go hunting for it. And then you can SSH and get X by doing SSH space minus capital X space Pi at, at symbol, and then the IP address of your Raspberry Pi, and that'll let you SSH in with X forwarding. The important thing is, if you're doing X forwarding, you 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 don't type start x. You type start lxde. If you do type if you do start x, it fails. You have to type start lxde. And I'm delighted to say because this didn't work originally, but Scratch will work over SSH forwarding. It didn't originally. The The command that they used to start Scratch previously would expect Scratch to be connected to a local terminal, uh, a physical output of the machine, while now that bit has been removed, which means you can actually do Scratch over SSH, um, which I, I believe isn't as fast as setting up VNC, but it works. Oh, Excellent and actually on, on scratch uh scratch has been updated as well it's it's a 11th of november 2015 version that comes up so that the newer build of jesse that was updated the same time as the light on the 21st of november includes an updated build of uh scratch it also includes processing which if you're watching anywhere online has also been announced and we mentioned and uh talked a little bit about processing is is great so it's a good tool so it it was available it's now built into the new build so if you do a a a dist update it should come in for you or as i said i mean i just create a new image um i just keep buying more micro sd cards and starting again kill the old one and start again
0: (laughs) and presumably node red's on there as well now
1: yep yeah node red is 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 built in um that's the reason why i downloaded the image was to have a look at node red and that's in there it is yeah it's brilliant it is drag and drop the one thing i noticed was um the when you when you start it up comes a console and it says go to localhost um, forward slash 1180 support 1180 and if you do not have a network Local host doesn't work, but in the same console, it says go to 127.0.0.1 and that works. Their IP addresses, they're the same thing. You have mm. to use the IP address and not the local host um, connection uh, and then it works perfectly and it's lovely and fast. Yeah, it was good. Oh, I okay. still haven't figured out what it does <laughs> and uh, I've, I've been set a challenge by Lucy Rogers. So uh, we'll see how I get on with that.
0: Yeah, it looks like you might need a bit of help from Isaac. He knows all about that stuff.
1: Yeah, I might, I might be calling him. So I think that's that's fairly much it. Pi Zero is out there. Um, if you are lucky enough to have one of the magazines, well done. If you're lucky enough to still find one somewhere, you're probably living in a rural village with a big Tesco, which is strange these days. Um, they mentioned that in the US, it's probably going to be a few weeks before it goes over there. So watch out for the announcement for it going over there. The retailers have it. Pimeroni, the Pie Hut, Adafruit, uh, Element 14, uh, CPC, they, they've they all got it. I'm, I'm bound to have missed somebody, and if I have, I apologise. Um, they've all got them. They're selling out fast. Uh, I think I was watching the Pie Hut's tweet, and he was saying, you know, orders in before 8 in the morning have already been shipped by 20 past 8, and later on in the day, he's saying he needed more caffeine, so... Hmm. It's uh, I, let's just say the orders were probably coming in quick and fast all day long and actually for the magazine it's funny I, there's um, uh, a lady I work with whose boyfriend is into electronics and magic pie so I went into work and I said hey just I'll let you know Maybe your boyfriend would like to get one of these and uh he hadn't heard about it. So he sent her out at lunchtime to try and find one because he couldn't find one in his local shops. And she came back with a copy. She went to multiple places, but she did say she went to the local Sainsbury's and went to the relevant section in the newspaper aisle, the news island. It wasn't there, but what there was there was kind of a gathering of men just forlornly looking at the shelf, hoping that they'd spot something that didn't exist on the shelf. So,
0: Yeah, that was me, just (laughs) seeing the Raspberry Pi guides and, you know, similar magazines, but just nothing, you know, not the one that you wanted, unfortunately.
1: Hopefully what it does is it shows to the retailer there is a demand. I mean, if you've, you know, today, there's probably been 10 times as many people went in looking for the magazine as ever, if not more, Mm. obviously because there's a computer on the cover. But it shows there's a demand. It shows this is is still hugely popular. It shows that people now know the retailers that can get uh, where well you can get the magazine, which if you think of it as a marketing exercise for the Pi Mag is huge. You know, this has put the Pi Mag on the map as a Raspberry Pi thing to hunt out. Um, so I think this has got, you know, two benefits. Pi Zero small. It's lovely. It's four quid. It works. Great for robots, great for embedded, horrendously light, lovely and uh, low power. But also, it's gotten the word out even more so that the Pi Mag exists, or the MagPi exists.
0: Yeah, that's true. Actually, yeah, I think there's a lot of people who have probably learned about it. So it was uh, quite clever marketing, I reckon, by the foundation there. So well done.
1: Yeah. So we'd love to hear about um, what, you're, what you're thinking of doing with the uh, the extra small uh, Pi Zero. And uh, we'll update you on the next uh, episode as to how we get on with it.
0: Yeah, yeah. So with that, we're coming to the end of uh, this special Pi podcast. If you want to get in contact, you can email show at thepipodcast.com, find us on Twitter or Facebook, or leave a comment on the website. Thanks for joining me, Albert, and thanks to everyone for listening. We'll see you again in just under two weeks when normal service will be resumed with more Raspberry Pi news, interviews, and discussion. Take care. See you later.